Tom, are you okay? I lost her. Her? She was going to be this epic, trilogy-worthy character. I was going to be the hottest writer in Hollywood. But I can't get past Act One! You need some writer's group therapy. Hello, and welcome to Writer's Group Therapy. I'm Tom. And I'm Roshni. We're writers helping writers. Are you ready for your session? The doctors are in. And if you like what you hear, make sure you check us out on writersgrouptherapy.com. Also on Twitter, we're at WG Therapy. Same for our Instagram. And our individual handles, I'm at Roshni Lumino. And I'm Tom underscore Loveman on Instagram. No, I'm not. I'm Tom underscore Loveman on Twitter. Tom Loveman on Instagram. Yeah, and I was just thinking, I'm like, I'm Roshni Lumino on Twitter, and on Instagram, I'm at Moon Lily Music, yeah. so let's just get clear. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of getting clear, I think one of the topics that's really been coming up in our writers group recently, and just in general, is fair use and using mm-hmm. um, copyrighted characters and brands and all sorts of things. And uh, this actually came up because I was at a preview for Wreck-It Ralph 2, which if you guys haven't seen it, go watch it. It's such a cute movie. Mm-hmm. And if you watch it, you've seen it, right? Yeah. You saw it? Okay. Oh, yeah. So you, you know how like when they go into the internet, for example, what the big place that they're trying to go to is eBay, right? That's like the crux of the whole film. They want to go to eBay. But then they also have things like you know Twitter, but then uh what's it slaughter race is kind of a parody of some other video games that are out there so some things are spot on like ebay Mm -hmm. and then some things are just sort of um like buzztube is just a sort of slanted you know Mm -hmm. what it is but they're not going to say youtube or buzzfeed right out right right out right and uh, i thought it was interesting because they actually talked about it i mean obviously it's disney so they can do pretty much whatever they want but when they when they uh made the film and then they approach eBay, but like, hey, can we use it? And eBay's like, yeah, sure, you know. But there are definitely times when brands don't want you to use their stuff. Yeah, well, actually, I, I did a little research, and um, the uh, the writers, producers of the movies uh, of of uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet didn't actually ask anybody for for uh, approval. They just did it because they felt like it was um, everything. All that stuff's in our lives so much all day. We use it every day. Mm-hmm. Um, that they, they wanted to, you know, have things that they actually use. They didn't want to have a lot of fake stuff. Um, and they actually went around the world cause you know, they knew this was going to be a global pr- uh, film and they, they found things from other countries and other places that they could use in, in the movie. So when people, when those people watched it, they would see things that they could relate to. Um, but they didn't care about, um, asking for permission. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, it is Disney. They might not really need to, you know, but yeah, I mean, and I think eBay, um, you know, now that you mentioned that, I think the the producers did say that in the interview. And when they approached eBay, eBay was like, hey, it's free publicity. Sure. Yeah. You know, well, it depends. Not? You know, it depends on um, how, what aspect you're going to be portraying them as. And 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 as far as if you don't know what fair use is, um, it's uh, a um, it allows you to use copyrighted or trademark material if it's done in a specific way that does not, you know, criticize or, you know, um, defame or uh, affect the uh, like marketability of of the trademark, you know, mm-hmm. you know, and and it, and it also depends on what kind, what, how much you're using it in the thing, you know, if you're using it, if you're trying to make a show or a movie and it's about a guy whose parents die and he becomes a vigilante, you know, even if you don't call him Batman, everyone's going to say, oh, you're you're knocking off Batman. 
But if one of your characters just wearing a Batman t-shirt or something like that, like uh, I think in the Big Bang Theory, they all dressed up like Marvel characters at one episode. You know, that's obviously parody. And it's not, you're not trying to, to bank off of the characters as so much as, you know, make a commentary about society and culture and those kinds of things. Yeah, parody and educational are usually the top two fair use reasons people give when they're using brand names or quotes, video clips, sound clips, things like that. Right. And you can always see this. Oh, I love this. When you go to the Halloween time, you go to the costume shop. Oh. Um, yeah. Um, you know, because these people are selling costumes, so they're making money. And so they can't sell an Indiana Jones costume. They'll sell an archaeologist costume, though. Um, or um, one of the funny ones I saw was, uh, who do you think uh, Where's the Stripes dude is? Oh, we talked about this, and I thought it was Beetlejuice. <laughs> it's not. Be- it's well, that would be a good one. It's a uh, Where's Waldo, you know. And then uh, they had uh, they had a guy with a green wig and white face on, and they called that the Green Villain, which would be oh, the geez. Joker, you know. So those are creative ways people get around uh, copyright infringement and trademark infringement. Um, they, you know, there's a fine line there, I think. And of course, we should have started this whole episode by saying we are not lawyers. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yes. talk to your so, talk to talk. your lawyer, talk to your ethics professor, and all that good stuff about yeah. what constitutes fair use. But you know, it's interesting that you bring up the character costumes at Halloween because one reason they have to do that is because they are making money off of a trademarked brand. But if you're right. just doing it in a movie, like you're writing a film, and the you know character happens to you know, love Pepsi or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Is it a, is it a parody? Is it fair use? Yeah. Because they just happen to like that and Pepsi is a real brand? Or are you suddenly copyright infringement? Um, well, there's two different things. You've got trademarks and copyrights. Uh, Batman, Superman, that kind of stuff. Those are trademarks. Those characters are trademarked. Versus copyright is like when you're copying actual material, like pages of a script or a book or mm-hmm. a video from a movie. That's that's copyright. So just a, you need just a little differentiate the the sure. fair use kind of plays the same in both of them, but they're two different things. Yeah, and I mean you can always use references. Like you can always say, "Oh, he's strong as Superman." That's just a reference. That's there's nothing you can say about that. That's mm-hmm. uh, you know you're not commenting about Superman. You're commenting about another character and using that as a metaphor. And that's just all part of our dialogue and our popular culture. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was it was funny. I was actually just thinking about. This is not quite fair use, but it is, again, an example of how entrenched brand names are in our culture. Most people, if you you need to blow your nose, they would say, get me a Kleenex, not get me a tissue. Mm -hmm. Right. Oh, exactly. In our head. Yeah. In fact, uh, Xerox um, was very uh, upset when people started using their name as a general term for copy or photocopying. And Mm -hmm. Google also didn't like people saying, you know, uh, let's Google that. They, they don't like, they, they, I don't know if they've embraced it now, but at first they were really upset by that. They, they wanted people to say, uh, use Google as your search engine, you know, kind of, you know, that kind of thing and Band-Aid as well, things like that. You know, they, yeah. we all, nobody wants their brand name to be uh, turned into a commonplace, you know, just generic verb for something. But it's so in our, in, it happens. Our, in our brains. Yeah. That's Way to go to, advertisers. To you can't, you can't police that. You can't go around ticketing people or something for using, saying, Oh, I Googled you or whatever. Yeah. So how come then, you know, taking the Wreck-It Ralph example again, they're okay with that. But then for example, some of the, the scripts that have come through our writers group, we had one gal who, um, 
her piece was set in a con, like it was all about people going to different conventions. And so of course they were dressing up as like Harley Quinn and the Joker. And we were talking about that, you know, is it okay to use it in the book? And then, you know, last night we had a writer who brought in um, something set in a theme park. And instead of saying magic kingdom, she had a different name for it. So where, where are the lines? I guess. <laughs> they, um, yeah, well, that's her 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 book it was a book she was working on i believe um mm-hmm. is definitely a very um it's a you know it's not a visual medium it's you're going to read it so um so she has to say these things like dressed as princess leia dressed as han solo uh you know dressed as stormtroopers those are all you know pretty tightly controlled properties um but there have been many movies that have done that in fact they use them in Rick, uh, Ralph Breaks Internet too. The the stormtroopers chase uh, Princess uh, uh, Vanellope around. But Disney owns Star Wars now, yeah, so they already own that's them. not really. They didn't yeah. have to really worry about it. Yeah, so I was wondering the same thing when we read uh, read her materials because um, I think one of her characters was dressed as Harley Quinn, and mm-hmm. and uh, you know that's a that's a question i we didn't really have an answer for that because that's she, she it's a pretty big part of the scenes that that she's in where she's dressing like that so i don't know uh how how much you can how far you can go with that yeah. now harley quinn doesn't have like a logo like the bat logo or the superman logo so it's more of a it's more of an outfit and if you does you know if she's not being overtly like acting the character then maybe it's not as big an issue and uh, and there have been certainly been several uh, you know kind of uh, Kevin Smith movies. I think they did you know some stuff with uh, Princess Leia and those sorts of things uh, before. So it's been done, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. I think in a lot of times, if you're not you know uh, you know causing any harm to the character, if you're if it's truly like a fan thing, you know, it's being done as a uh, as an homage, you know, it, which is kind of like another form of parody. Um, you know, you can you can do that. Um, and then also in those case situations, if you went to the copyright order, they might be okay with it if they like what you're doing with it. So I don't, I don't uh, promote the uh, ask forgiveness uh, rather than permission <laughs> phase. Cause if you do that, you could really be in trouble. You could lose your entire project. Um, you might never see the light of day if you do that. Yeah. I think, I mean, I would also have to say it's probably, how it's being used, like you said earlier, and how much, you know, if this character is Harley Quinn for like 90% of the book and is talking like Harley Quinn and, you know, doing all yeah. the fight moves or whatever, that's pretty much a Harley Quinn comic, you know, versus like, she just happened to wear the t-shirt in one scene. Right. So, well, and co- costumes and fashion, I did find an article about this. You cannot copyright fashion. So the fashion industry, basically a t-shirt or a dress, those are, Anything you wear, it's just it's a utilitarian thing, and the mm. fact that it has something on it does not make it copyrightable. Um, trademarks, yes, can be you know you can have you have to license things like for sports teams and for you know co- uh, comic book characters have to be licensed. You can't just go out and make Batman T-shirts. Mm-hmm. But if somebody's wearing that, it's it's not like that in itself is a infri- uh, something that would be infringing because it's just utilitarian. They're just wearing it. And if it's, you know, just um, because that's what the character was wearing that day, it's okay. It doesn't have to, you know, it doesn't affect the uh, the brand at all. Yeah. I mean, unless you're 
character goes out as a murderer or something like that, then that would be bad. So how about for all of you? What questions do you have regarding fair use? Let us know and we'll keep doing our research. Find us online at writersgrouptherapy.com or at WG Therapy, and we'll see you next week.